Welcome to Impetus Podcast. Today, we bring you a brand new episode of Expert Speak, where our panelists share powerful insights on everything cloud, data, analytics, and AI. Hi, welcome to our podcast today. Today's episode, we are going to talk about five recommendations for interoperability in multi-cloud scenarios. My name is Mustafa Batriwala, and I'm working with Impetus as a cloud architect. I am joined today with my colleague Samiksha Saraf, who is also a cloud architect working on some of our prestigious clients. So, uh, multi-cloud, probably quite an interesting uh, topic. So, Samiksha, multi-cloud has really started coming up in a lot of recent discussions uh, we have been having with our customers. This, this seems to be really catching up. What do you think are some of the key factors that are uh, fueling the adoption of this multi-cloud strategy? Thank you for the introduction, Mustafa, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here in this discussion today. Uh, in terms of experiences, I have the same experience in as you. The last few years have seen a rapid acceleration in this area in cloud computing, and now we are seeing enterprises of all types and kinds, even industries like healthcare, banking, finance, turning to cloud, and not only going for cloud-first strategies, but essentially also looking for multi-cloud strategies. And initially, as you may have also observed, Multi-cloud used to happen, wherein you see acquisitions happening, mergers happening, and cloud adoption running more as an engineering project. And so different engineering teams can come up with their solutions on an entirely different cloud provider. And that is what was called as multi-cloud. But now multi-cloud is a bigger initiative. It is an org initiative, and there is a planned adoption. So enterprises... Now, do not go for multi-cloud uh, in in uh, you know implementation fashion, but are choosing multi-cloud strategy at the onset and then designing for it. Now, coming to your question, there are many factors which are driving this strategic shift. One of the main reasons is to take advantage of specific cloud capabilities. Now, as you know. Every cloud is built differently and have difference of capabilities that they offer, even if these capabilities are in the same solution space. So when I say that they want to take advantage of specific cloud capabilities, I essentially mean that they want to exploit the best of breed solution. For example, one cloud may provide more mature suite of services for artificial intelligence and machine learning, whereas the other provides easy and quick scalability of infrastructure. Now, in this scenario, the best would be if you can come up with a solution which can rope in the benefits of both these worlds. So in such cases, to fulfill individual business requirements, going multi-cloud becomes a natural choice. Another reason here is to stay resilient in the event of failures or downtime at the cloud provider end. Now, multi-cloud infrastructure not only empowers organization to mix and match platforms, but also mix and match vendors so that the workloads are not logged into a particular vendor. Now, this doesn't mean that there will be no downtime if you have a multi-cloud strategy. There still is downtime. But the possibility of concurrent and simultaneous downtime across all clouds goes 
exponentially down so businesses keep running even in case of service disruption and in some cases also in case of discontinuity of certain cloud services that's true samiksha i think these really are uh, seems to be really critical factors and another thing that you would have also observed that there are a couple of terms like portability and interoperability which comes again and again in a lot of multi cloud related discussions so what do you think uh, uh, what these terms means in the context of multi cloud um good that you brought that up mustafa these terms definitely pop up multiple times in these discussions and uh, in general interoperability is the degree to which these diverse systems or components can work together successfully now, this definition is present all around the web in the context of cloud as you are aware the cloud ecosystem is huge and many providers offer a wide array of cloud services so in that context interoperability is the capability of different cloud services and diverse systems to understand each others application and service interfaces data formats etc to work with each other smoothly now coming to portability it is more around the ability to adapt to a different hosting environment and as everyone may have guessed in the context of multi cloud it is the ability to adapt to services offered by a different cloud provider or sometimes a different cloud deployment model uh, it is good that you brought this up into this discussion because for multi cloud adoption we need to ensure that in that setup clarifying the specific interoperability and portability concerns become very very important it definitely accelerates the identification of the best fit solution absolutely samiksha i think uh, i cannot agree more on this uh, with you and and as you said i asked this question as i myself is dealing with a lot of such scenarios and then this becomes a very relevant item of discussion here that's true mustafa and uh, uh, since impetus has advanced in gold level partnerships with these uh, big cloud providers and being a cloud architect myself i have had a chance to work with different enterprises helping them in different stages of their cloud journey and so my recommendation from my experience is to gain understanding of the interoperability and portability needs during the planning and designing phase of a multi cloud strategy uh, uh, along the lines i heard that you talked about multi cloud scenarios uh, i think it will be very very interesting for our listeners to know your experience on what those scenarios are and how to achieve portability and interoperability in those scenarios uh, sure samiksha so samiksha as you said right uh, one of the critical factors uh, uh, for multi cloud adoption is business continuity and disaster recovery and that is one of the most vital scenario i am seeing uh, seeing with a lot of customers now recently i was working with uh, one of the insurance uh, provider in us and we helped them set up an aws uh, data lake because of the compliance needs and also because of the dependency of their business on the underlying data lake they wanted to make sure that they have a disaster recovery environment in an alternate cloud at any point of time they cannot risk their business applications going down 
and impacting their overall uh, customer uh, accesses as well. So that becomes one of the vital use case. Another popular scenario is what we call it cloud burst. A lot of times uh, teams start with uh, smaller environments, right? Especially mobile applications, e-commerce applications where they expect seasonal load. When there are high traffic loads on the system, they take advantage of multiple clouds to scale up quickly. This pattern is also very common for on-premise deployments where it is difficult to procure hardware quickly. So the teams look for cloud to give them quick scalability and that to an infinite one. Another scenario is mergers and acquisitions. A lot of big enterprises are always looking out to acquire and merge with different entities. With each and every merger or acquisition, they bring along a diverse set of IT systems which needs to be integrated. Over a period of time, there are a lot of systems running across discrete clouds which has to be managed by the shared IT teams. And that is one of the uh, challenging situation, how to deal with that. The other one is using the best fit services for uh, your use cases. I remember we were working for one of the healthcare giant and we started with uh, setting up the data lake on Azure. It went fine for a while and then the data scientists realized that the Google is offering better AI ML capabilities and they wanted to try it out uh, with their use cases. Then came a need to make sure that the data lake can talk to Google services. It is able to share the data so that it can take the full advantage of available services from the cloud providers. Another scene that we have seen for the product companies, they can start with one cloud provider, but usually they would get customers running on different clouds. We saw a similar case for one of the business intelligence solution provider. They started uh, with AWS with the native deployments. Soon they realized that they need to do, go cloud agnostic to support Azure and GCP as well. We worked out a few things like containerization and other uh, which help them to achieve the portability. Uh, Mustafa, in all these scenarios, do you think abstraction is the key ingredient here? Yes, that, that's true. I think applications have to be architected with portability in mind. That, that's the way to go. If we do, we can do it later, but this would require more work in order to replace any native services with the originating cloud services. Another option is to move away from cloud native services and rely on cloud agnostic services to achieve the portability. That's good to know. Uh, tell me something more, Mustafa. With respect to multi-cloud interoperability and portability, do you think that choosing a cloud agnostic route helps? And uh, are there any recommended tools that you can share with our listeners here today so that these they can be benefited from this discussion? Sure. I think based on my experience, there are two approaches which uh, I have seen. One is that the teams come up with an intermediate layer or kind of third-party services that can do heavy lifting of converting one cloud API call to the other. But that's that's kind of a solution where it, we don't, there doesn't exist a lot of uh, tools and technologies. So the other viable option is to use cloud agnostic tools during the application development. 
So while we are designing the applications, be it microservices, APIs, containerization has come up as a preferred choice. Docker and Kubernetes are coming up as key technologies that support portability across different cloud providers. In fact, each of the popular cloud provider have come up with their own Kubernetes service to support such kind of application deployments. In terms of other phases of application development like deployment, monitoring, continuous integration, scanning as well, there are a lot many tools uh, that can be used in such cases. In fact, the automation tools are making the portability and interoperability possible across multiple clouds. For example, rather than using services like AWS code build, code pipelines, which are very native to AWS deployment, we can use Jenkins that would make sure that our builds are running seamlessly across different clouds. Similarly, if we start using a common tool for deployment across clouds, a tool that can help me create resources in AWS, Azure, Google, that would make sure that the team can learn the tool once and use it across uh, different clouds. And Terraform is one such uh, tool that is immensely getting popular these days. You can use Ansible for configuration management, making sure that all bootstrapping and everything can be achieved using uh, uh, Ansible. Each pro cloud provider have its own monitoring tool like CloudWatch, Stackdriver, Azure Monitor. But again, we get tied up with the cloud provider. Tools like Prometheus, which is an open source monitoring tool, can help you build an end-to-end -end monitoring dashboard, which can connect to different cloud providers and give you a single pan of dashboard where you can monitor the entire infrastructure across clouds. Similarly, we can use Elasticsearch, Elastic Logstash, and Kibana for building a log analytics uh, platform as well. One of the challenge which we are seeing with multi-cloud scenario is ability to manage multiple clouds. And integrated cloud management platform are rapidly coming up to address these needs. In fact, one of the recent trends that I am seeing is that the cloud providers itself are starting to support other clouds. Recently, Azure announced that we can actually fetch all AWS billing data into the Azure console. That gives us the capability to monitor the cost analysis for both Azure and AWS from a single dashboard. And then that's that's a clear trend. Cloud providers want and they realize that teams would be using multiple clouds and they want to make it seamless. I'm sure, Samiksha, you would have seen certain similar cases of cross-cloud collaboration in your project. Yes, Mustafa. In fact, I have a similar example to quote. Like GCP has a multi-cloud offering, Google Anthos. Now, Anthos will let you manage workloads running on any third-party clouds like AWS and Azure. So yes, cloud providers seem to be working in the direction of truly being multi-cloud enablers. This has been such an interesting conversation, Mustafa, and I really, really want to thank you for sharing your experience here. I hope all our listeners here are benefited from this discussion. With this, we come to an end of this podcast. If you have any questions, please reach us out at podcast at impetus.com or other known impetus channels. Thank you again for joining us. Stay safe. Thank you. 
We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Do follow us to stay connected as we help you unravel the data, cloud, analytics, and AI puzzle. You can also look us up on LinkedIn and Twitter or visit our website, www.impetus.com. Meanwhile, we hope you take good care of yourself and stay safe during these unprecedented times. Thank you for listening and watch this space for our next episode.